Ah, uh, fuck me. We're here again mm. in the studio after- Is it a studio? It's a bedroom. Well, we're in the t- uh, North Bondi Motorino <laughs> Social Club headquarters where uh, they um, brainstorm all their brilliant ideas. Um, but fuck me, man. We are back again. When we said it couldn't get worse after the Cowboys game, the rugby league gods come down shit on us and it's worse. It's definitely worse. <laughs> it's um, worse. Yeah, four-day turnaround. Fuck, we thought they'd probably hit back, but a bit of wishful thinking and obviously didn't go anything close to plan um, from the get-go. So we'll get through that. We'll get through that. We'll get We'll get to it. We'll get to it. So, uh, big show tonight? I don't know. Mm. It's going to be a... I don't know, we're going to have to dissect um, a lot of things out of that loss. But we've got our review, um, Rooster of the Week, Pato's predictions, team list trivia. We're going to talk about Indigenous Round. And just quickly, our co-host tonight, Timmy, who's sitting next to me, and our other co-host, Jack Nolan, actually went out to the game, uh, out to Penrith to watch that... Um, Debacle. Debacle. And, mate, just quickly, how was it out there? Atmosphere, talk us through the whole Penrith game day experience. Yeah, so it was pretty good. Um, I We bloody didn't really anticipate the traffic because, um, you know, we never really drive out west um, on a Friday Arvo. But bloody hell, there was so much traffic. So shout out to all the Western Suburbs um, people that come into the city because that's a tough um, commute on the way home. But um, maybe you can chuck on the TCS podcast next time. Yeah, um, like traffic spots. So yeah, it was a, it was a good trip out so there. So really, where was the traffic? The traffic M4? was everywhere. M4? From, from like straight up. We what got, time did you leave? What time did you get there? We left at like 4.45, got there like 6-ish. Yeah, it took us like an hour and 20 it's straight to the league club. But it's it's good when you get there. Um, mm. It's like driving. I haven't been to Vegas, but no one reckons it looked like Vegas because you drive into Penrith and there's nothing there. And then all of a sudden. In the, uh, desert, in the desert. In the desert, in the horizon, there's the big Panthers uh, wording straight across their leagues club. So it was good. It was like a, we're like homing pigeons and we found our destination we parked next to Ackle Golf, which is pretty cool. Um, and then when you get into the the um, any leagues club, what's the first thing you reckon you'd see? Pokies? A shitload of pokies, that's right. <laughs> More than the East Leagues? Uh, I, I don't think so. East Leagues has a dedicated level of it, so probably come close. But um, some of, there were quite antiquated pokies there, so we did have a slap. Yeah, well, so didn't get one feature. Unfortunately, um, bullshit. Yeah, so it was, um, that was an omen, I guess. And then talk us about the experience through the game, not so, so much the game across. itself, just like the actual, yeah, you know, f- fan live experience. It was mania in the leagues club. Anyway, it was packed. Really? We had to go to Chinese upstairs. There's no one there. How Everywhere else is packed. Um, it was pretty good. Standard Chinese yeah. had a nice cocktail. Tasted like a f- um, Slurpee. Beautiful. Anyway, you walk across there. Get into the ground. We had tickets, but um, they don't really check tickets. So two of two out of at two out of the four party just walk straight through without getting no scared. So if it's sold out, there's your tip. You just walk straight in. Um, Surely some of the um, locals do that because it's pretty. It's always pretty sold out there in the big games. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's fucking packed. But um, that's a tip for everyone. So don't buy your tickets. Um, <laughs> But don't buy your We don't condone any criminal activity, but yeah, um, yeah. So the first thing you notice there is um, a lot, a lot of people drinking bourbons and stuff out there, um, as you'd expect. Long lines for drinks, but it goes much quicker than Allianz. Great trough in the bathroom, you know, the single like yeah. big aluminium trough, you'd know, because you're yep. a plumber. Yep. And gotcha. then um, PA system, blaringly loud, like almost. Deafening. Really? Deafening, like, and that fucking stupid sound. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty cool. But it's actually. a great, it's a great, great um, atmosphere. Like, it felt like a festival at times. And 
Anyway, the game was good, but the highlight or the low light for us was um, the halftime show. Oh, so I've heard good things. We've um, we've walked into the ground and we've noticed the 2003 grand final highlights on the big screen. Yeah, it was their reunion. The reunion night. So you've got Lino, bloody Gerds and stuff walking around the field. Luke Prittis, Luke Rooney, Luke Lewis, all the Lukes were out there. Um, and then halftime comes. And they're doing a reenactment of one of the moments from the game. And you can probably guess which one it is. Yeah. Well, what? Not the Todd Byrne down the sideline exactly right. and Sattler tackling him. That's right. So they reenacted it like six times, maybe. Oh my God. So they had the Jersey flag team out there. Fuck Half of them man. put on Roosters jerseys and <laughs> they were doing a leisurely jog up the sideline. And whoever was Scott Sattler was just absolutely beaming into them oh and just. My God. Absolutely crushing the, the sideline. That is so dribbly, but it's <laughs> it's, so gun. It's so funny. Because if we were Penrith supporters, we would be frothing on that. Imagine how much like the crowd was like, was it going on? Oh, it was unbelievable. It? it was so it was pretty funny because like these guys were getting creamed. And when you lose 48-4, that all you can do is laugh and appreciate those moments for them. Yeah. Because like, that's all you can do. We weren't on edge at halftime. It was no. 24-0. So we were yeah. like, fuck, we've already lost. Like we may as well just enjoy ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Um and then it was also good because we got there and all the Baker boys sitting behind us. Oscar, Shout out to the Bakers. Um, both of you. McCath. Yeah, McCath was there. Hamish yeah. and Jack. Yeah, Jack was out there. And Oscar Harrison. And, and um, Angus's dad, Charlie, Angus. was there as well. Um, and a few other members. So, yeah, it was... Tough night. It was a great... It was like if I had to rate a game day experience, it was probably up there. Probably give it like an 8.5 out of yeah. 10. So If we win, it's an easily 10 out of 10. If it, Yeah, 10 out of 10. And obviously on the way back. Got a fat Macca's feed, Obviously. so that's always something. How to, long did it take to get home? Oh, only an hour, but it's it was like sweet. You just talk shit on the way home. Yeah. It was pretty funny. So just yeah, talk shit about the roosters. Oh, we just put that in the rear view mirror, yeah. mate. Left it in the M4, yeah. Well, mate, I'm 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 glad that you're glad that you you had a great time. Um, even though it was a close game, we just lost. You know, you still had good fun. One more thing as well. I saw um one of our loyal members, Brody. From, oh, yeah. He runs Sydney City Vintage. Good man, Brody. He was wearing the best gear out there. So, shout out to he was. Sydney City Vintage. Did you um, run into Wayne Leong? I didn't see the Chookman, to be honest. Eh? It was just... um Maybe that's why we lost. Yeah. I reckon he would have been there somewhere, but I, I didn't see Giggity, Giggity out giggity, there. Giggity, Yeah, no well, family guy. Um, Mate, cheers for that review of your experience. Sounds great. We'll have to do it next year. Hopefully, we don't get fucking pumped again. But let's just let's just get into the nuts and bolts of yep the um shit show it was on Friday. Let's let's get in. Let's get real deep into this review. What do you what do you reckon, mate? Forty eight four, and let's just say we're lucky. It was that? Yeah. Well, fuck. It's a pretty it's a pretty hefty scoreline to be honest. Um. You know, it didn't. It started out. Fuck, we got we received, and then that first, um, the first set we dropped it, didn't we? We we shifted left, and um, and Angus dropped it. So we did drop it, and Angus dropped it. But like, it was a weird shift. It's like Victor just does Victor just carry their first set of the game? I it just or is it just like both of their fault? Was I don't know. Well, as a player as well, I think you you want to be involved in the game and for Victor I think he just needs to run there like you yeah, want to make your first tackle or first hit up just fucking run it and yeah. he hasn't done any of that all year yeah. um, and then the other side of that is I, I feel that a lot of his passes are premeditated yeah. and they know exactly what Victor's going to do yeah. and literally nine times out of ten he just passes short um, yeah. so v- that's another very so I'm just going to say I don't have any excuses for the game and why we play, but this is maybe I got one. This is the only thing I could think of. So we played four games in 17 days. Mm. So that's 4.25 days turnaround per game. Mm-hmm. Is that enough? Not really. In today's day and age, it's it's a lot of games. Plus, and throw in a trip to New Zealand there. Yep. So we yeah yeah and a trip to New Zealand because that 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 takes away at least a day and a half yeah so we played four games in seventeen we won two from four we won Dragons Warriors and then we got pumped by Cowboys Penrith and then we're about to play another Friday night game so there'll be four games mm. in I think it was twenty four days 
yeah, so there's a bit of scheduling uh, dramas there, but that still anyway. Then after that, we were just we were just camped. The first twenty minutes, we were holding on for dear life, and we even got some ball down their end. And I'm just gonna say, what the fuck are we doing on, on last tackle? Mm. Like, I think um, Cheese put a fuck kick in. Kiri was nowhere to be seen. Tedesco put a fuck rubber in. Even Collins got the ball on last. Like, what are we? Like, why is Kiri not stepping up? Doing a crossfield kick or a grubber to repeat sets when we're in good field position in the first twenty minutes. Yeah, well, I mean, to, like, so it was, it was the first one, I believe it it got passed when. So we we camped for literally, I'd say fifteen minutes. They scored um, their first try, the inside ball, which was oh, it's a bad day. Yeah, they're, they're, like Jared probably was a bit late on the follow there. Um, but then, but he the, was you know, also the, you know what the disappointing th- the disappointing thing is there. That, like, okay, inside ball. But, like, why are we not chasing back? Because Teddy gets the guy who makes the break, but no one's there to get Sorensen. Yeah. Well, it's it's kind of hard if you make a um, break up the ruck and that close. Like, there's not much time to get there. But, like, no um, one was in sight. But, yeah, they, there should be definitely the tra- the trailer on the inside. Yeah. That's the, um like, a defense 101, to be honest. Um, All right, but... But that's, that's just another... That's just a, an effort. Um, that's an effort area. That's an effort area, also. But like, it can't probably comes off the back of um, defending the whole first 10, 15 minutes. Um, uh, did they score under ten minutes? I, I can't no, remember. I no, we 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 defended the first couple. We defended, but we just put ourselves in that position, and then and then so Angus drops it a first set. I think Jared drops it like the third or fourth set. Yeah, and then we just put it like. When you go to Penrith at Penrith, one of the hardest road trips in the comp, if not the hardest, surely your mentality is we can't afford to give them any easy opportunities. No, no. And we just gave it to them on a on a platter. Yeah, on a platter. Multiple times. But like I was saying, the first 20 minutes, we, we, we had some field position and we could, if we score one of those tries, we're in it. Yeah. And then we're just, our last tackle options, and it's been a theme all year, Kiri just goes MIA. Doesn't want the ball. I, it seems like mm. we drop Walker, right, and then we come up against a, the, the one of the best teams in the comp, and like our players just didn't step up. Our whole team didn't step up, especially our leaders. But do you think like on that last tackle as well? Maybe because there's been so many combinations this year between hooker, five eight, half back, whatever that. Um, he, they're just not in sync. They just don't know where where each other is on the field. Like where each other, yeah. Kiri, Kiri was like behind. Um, I'll tell you this, mate. I haven't played much NRL, but on last tackle, if I'm a dummy half, you know where it's. All going. I know it's going to either my six or my seven, potentially my one. Or do they not know it's fucking fifth? Like, oh, mate, they don't know. It's do fifth. they? Yeah. When you play, do you count in your head? Like, do you know what tackle it is? The ref yells it very loudly. Yeah. Every tackle, and you got screens. You should know. As a, as someone should know as a halfback, like all the hooker just Yeah, like the, the spine should be counting. Yeah. The maybe, spi- not, yeah. maybe not the hooker because he's got a lot lot going on. It's but pretty you, easy to count. It's, like, that's not I don't even think that's a conversation to be honest. Um so yeah, last tackle was fuck Kiri MIA. It's um, it's it's such a big um like telling point of a premiership team because from where I was sitting it was um where Penrith were running into the first half where they scored all their tries. And um, it's a really telling point of a premiership side when they're just camping you down in the 20. Like they're, they're, credit to them, their defence is unbelievable. They make it so hard for you to work it's, you way out of that half. And like there were times when I felt that we could have kicked on third or fourth and it would have been more beneficial to run it on fourth and then get drilled back in the ground and then Kiri's kicking off the back foot. Yeah. Then another point of that is, so Kiri, Kiri is the only person who kicks long in our team now. Yeah. So it's so, every team knows that he's getting it on last. So yep. they just flood that side and just pressure the fuck out of him. Yeah. And then he can't, he's not the best striker of the ball either. So there's a bit of, um. yeah, I don't know how you fix that. Um, I don't know either, but look, they need to fix it fast. Um, like, I just don't know what that. 
I don't know what they're thinking, to be honest. It's just well, now the team list this week is yeah. Um, well, we'll get we'll get to that in a bit. But then, so they drop, um, so they drop Sam Walker, and that he's sort of the scapegoat of all these issues. And to be honest, since he's been dropped, we've gone probably worse. worse. Is that a fair statement? Yeah, definitely fair. Um, Obviously, he's, it looks like he's. He's injured at the moment, but like, do you bring him back in? Yeah, you, I think you have do, to. Do, yeah. Is that going to fix any of our problems? I think Manu's now out centre, and the experiment is over now mm. of him at um five eight because he's literally playing centre with the six on his back, just with a bit more space, and everything he not his fault, but everything he's doing sort of just stopping Teddy from doing what Teddy does really well, getting out of the back of shape. If you want me to get X's and O's and stuff like that, but Manu at six is is halting Teddy's performances, and Teddy's nowhere where he should be. Yeah, what do you reckon? Oh uh, well, you just obviously Manu's not a genuine six, and we don't have a genuine halfback at the helm. So, so I listened to something today. We had. A six, playing seven. A, a six playing seven. We had a center playing six. Six. And what was the other thing? And then we had a thirteen playing nine. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good. Well, I still, you, I don't, we've I, had four combinations at not well four. I don't. I don't. I. I think Cheese will be a good nine. There's a lot of noise saying he's a genuine thirteen. I think like, Cheese has been our best this year at nine. I agree. He's getting. He's copping a lot of flack. He's been our best player all year. But here's another stat: Corey Allen kick return meters twenty. 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 What the whole game? Twenty. You're kidding. No. Um, Paulo. How many runs is that? But I don't mm. know. Paulo kick return meters thirty. No way. Teddy, kick, re- kick return meters, guess. 50. Two. Two? No. Two. I so don't know if that so was a glitch. Didn't, so they didn't kick to him. Don't know if that's a gl- glitch on um, NRL.com. Yeah. But that shows you that all the possession was played down their end and they were controlling the ball the whole game. How I don't understand that, eh? So that's kick return meters, not runs. So that's when they kicked it to us and they returned off the kick return. Yeah, right. So... That's crazy. I don't know if it's a glitch on NRL.com, but if Teddy's only getting two kick return meters, something's he only ran. He only just ran over 100 meters. Far out. Teddy, or were you still like at least 200? Yeah. There. So it's obviously that Sam Walker isn't the problem. Mm. Well, um, that's, the, that's the thing as well. Is the, is, there's a little bit of white noise. Is, is Robbo under pressure? Well, yeah. He's obviously got a great track record, good resume, runs on the board. But is it the coaching that's letting us down? He reckons he's taking the blame for that loss. Yeah, he said that same thing last year. Mm. Um, I don't. I wouldn't say he's under pressure in terms of they've wouldn't be entertaining the fact or the thought of getting rid of him by by any. No, no, no. Stage. I don't mean that. But like, I mean, as in like, yeah. Is it will he, if we don't if we continue to go down the path we're going down? Will he be under pressure, or even if we have a fuck season, is he safe? Well, I, I, think, I think he's safe. Yeah, he's definitely safe, no doubt about that. Because, um, but it's it's the biggest test of his career, I think. Like looking at the team this week, bigger test in twenty sixteen. Um, I think so mm, because of the cattle we have in our team. Nah, oh, uh, bro, we have a. I, I it's, it's we it's have the, a good roster. It's the worst. Is twenty sixteen? This week is the worst team I've seen since that team. You reckon? Yeah, for sure. Well, it's, it's pretty like, much the exact same side. Well, throwing the likes of Paulo, Allen, we'll get back. We'll get. We'll get to that. But, we'll get to that in teamless. But yeah, it's it's. I wouldn't say he's un, under pressure at all, really. But he just needs to. He just. Uh, I don't know. Is he going to update the game plan? The, how we how we attack? I don't know. Do you throw the whole attacking playbook out because there's just no attack there? So like, how do you rebuild something mid season? Well. Uh, I don't think it's that hard. Is it like you just start 
you know, throwing cutout balls or just, fuck, I don't know. What we used to do it, um, obviously I'm making a bit of a stretch here, comparing thirds cults to <laughs> um, NRL. But very similar, very similar. But we were, we had, we won the comp that year and we played a shitload of touch at training and like it, I think it just improves like everyone's combinations. I don't know if they play touch at training or whatnot. They probably don't. I don't know. I'm going to say they don't. They're real competitive games. And what it does is um, it gives you combinations with different players that you're not really playing um, like inside or outside you. Mm. So everyone's like practicing their whole, their line running, their ball playing ability and whatnot. Is this the time you went to Samoa for the grand final? No, this oh, is a the different time. Okay. Um, so yeah, it just, it just teaches like, I guess the All Blacks would play a lot of touch because they, their combinations are unbelievable. They're catching passes. Mm. And I don't know how it transfers to league, but like if you see fucking Munster, how he, he runs, he's he's running holes all the time. He doesn't know what he's doing, bro. He's just going fucking... Yeah, but that, that play... Which is, yeah, that, which is good. It's good. But that play that he scored off the first try, it's just a hole runner. Like mm. no one expects fucking Kiri to run a, a hard line like that. You got to do the unexpected. And that's what good players do. Like they do everything right. Like they can do a second rowers job right. And I just don't think there's enough though. That and that's that's variety as well. So you're you're saying that we're a bit predictable and Predict- slow at a the bit moment. Predictable. Like everything we do, you could probably I could tell you what they're going to do. Yeah. Like if if Victor Radley's getting the ball, he's he's throwing a short ball. He's going short, he's going short. or then he's going to just like slow up and then pull out the back. Yeah. And then, the, and then the outside defense just pushes up on that on that ball receiver. Yeah, and then if we go wide out the back, Teddy's getting it, and then he's okay. running across field. Let and me let me in. let me bring this to you. If we get it out wide, we don't really have any threats yeah. at the moment. So, like what, like Paulo and Allen aren't really doing much on the stings anyway, are they? Not because that brings me to my next point. We have zero speed. Zero, zero speed. Literally, who would you say in the team? He's a speedster. There's literally no one. Probably Connor Watson. He's not so even playing. If we make if we make any sort of break, no one's getting, no one's pushing up so hard that no one can catch him. Like if you pass it to Allen on the fucking overlap, he's getting caught within twenty meters. I agree. Like the, a speed is huge. Yeah. Who's been our speedsters in the recent years? Well, Tupu's pretty good when he's and, when and, he's in motion. And, and, Teddy, and when we're making breaks, Teddy's always there. To Teddy's score. always there. For, I mean, it's not making any line. And we're not making any line breaks, eh? No, oh, that's another. But like the wingers we've had, Virgo was really good. Mm. If you put him in space, like, um, and then who else? Brett Morris, like he's he was enough fast. enough said. Um, you know, just things like speed is so important. Like, look at Reese Walsh. Yeah, Adam Car, blah blah blah. Um. So, uh, this poor bastard is in the media every week, but Sue Lee had another oh, we tough. Even, we haven't even got to him yet. Had a very tough night in D. Uh, I'm not going to say the loss is his fault or anything, but I think he needs to go back to wing. This is okay. Yeah. Obviously, maybe not this week because Manu's injured, but when Manu comes back, put Sue Lee, sorry, Sue Lee, to wing for the. Eighth week in a row for me, please, Robbo. And Manu to centre. Yep. I think that's all we have to say on that. Okay, well, well with Suali'i, like, the well, the one thing I could say before the year was that his, his one thing that we could rely on was his defence. He jams well and he, yep. hits, he hits you hard. And he, he showed that a few times at the start of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, but where's that gone? Like, I don't know. He's been – who did he get done by the week before? He got um, – he got stood up by bloody Moses, uh, what's his, Suli? Yeah, yeah, against Dragons. Suli a couple of times there. And then the week after, bloody, I don't know who was on. Against the, the Warriors. Like or, or. You mean Cowboys? Cowboys, yeah. Val Holmes. Val Holmes. Um, you know, he's he's meant to be young. He's meant to be a speed star. Uh, and the comparisons, you know, he's meant to be this superstar. But you look at the early tracking like Hodges. Hodges would go and get to dummy half and say, look, I'm going to put the team on my back. I'm going to show you what's, what I can do. Go and look for the ball, actually. Like, mm. he actually wants to in- assert his dominance. Mm. GI would do it. Latrell would win you a game. Even where, he's like, where is he? Like, he yeah. just stays on the wing. Don't wait for the fucking ball. He's not even on the wing. Is he the well, fucking don't wait for it. Like, go do something. Yeah. 
Like, don't it's you don't have to wait for the like. It, I don't know what Robbo is saying to him, but go and fucking take the game. Like that's what we were saying a few weeks ago. No one's there to take the game by the fucking horns yeah. and ride it. No one's yeah. No one's putting their hand up. Um, it's all these years of being successful. You never see roosters in the headlines on your NRL three sixties and hundred percent footies and radio shows and stuff when you know when there's, there's not much talk about the roosters you know we're doing something right but the last few weeks we are essentially the west tigers at the moment with the amount of media coverage we're getting and it's not all warranted i'm just going to say um this fucking weasel dave riccio trying to say certain players aren't rooster players i don't think it has anything to do with culture or bad recruitment. It's literally just the players that we have are just not playing well. Mm. And they're just trying to clickbait or make a story to say Roosters have got the recruitment wrong um, and there's a culture problem. So, for example, he's saying Sam Walker, not a Rooster-style player. Um, who else did he say? He said Ch- uh, Brandon Smith, not a Rooster-style player. Matt Lodge, not a Rooster-style player. What's this, Matt Lodge's second season? Yep, this is second season, came last year. They weren't saying this last year when we were going good, when we run one like eight, nine in a row. Mm. They weren't saying Cheese, not a Rooster-style player in the preseason or last year when we signed him. They weren't saying Walker when he won Rookie of the Year in his first year. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, they, they got to look for things to I know critique. that. I know, and when oh. you're losing... It all comes ahead. So if we can just fucking win some games and shut these fucking weasel journos up, it'd be great. And then you have Gordon Tallis mm. of of um, new host on NRL 360 fame coming out and just absolutely grilling uh, Matt Lodge, saying that Roosters sign men not fucking that, he, that he's not kindergarten. in kindergarten and all this shit. That's Why has Gordy got something so against Logier? He has for years going on about him at fucking Warriors. It's like, mate, yeah, well, let he, it he's, go. He's had a lot to, um, yeah, be criticised over. He's but yeah, we're in a bit of a pickle at the moment. Um, but yeah, the media. If you're going bad, it's just it gets the worse. media just out there like sharks and a lot of people are saying cheese is lazy. Do you agree after his performance? Do you agree with that? I think he's been. F- Pretty decent this year, uh, mate. I think he's been our best player. Like, maybe he he can be a little bit fitter, but he's just that type of player. He's not going to give you eighty. Like, it's so. Yeah. How good is an eighty-minute hooker? Like, it's so underrated. Like, dead set. It's so underrated. Um, no, I think Cheese is fine. Yeah. Like, when it's when it's all going good, he'll be completely yeah, fine. I agree. He just they just need to stick to the combinations. Okay. Um, I reckon. Cheese 20, Turpin 20, Cheese plays the last 40. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. But yeah. I think that they need to nail the Turpin Cheese rotation. Well, once and then we can go. And then we can go. But he's got shit service. Um, you know what it hurts as well that we've just played Jerome Luai into an orange, origin jersey. Yeah. That's okay. I mean, he's, he's there. He, he had a blinder. He's a good player. He's a great player. So is Stephen Crichton. They're all yeah. they're all absolute guns over yeah. there. Was it good to see them live? Well, f- not really. But like, you know. Well, it, yeah. I mean, it was fucking Nathan Cleary. Master he, he's Mars. ridiculous. Like he and he's frank. He's like what six three or something. No, he's not that tall. Is he? I don't think so. He's pretty big. He's just like imagine having him in your defensive no. line. Like he just. Pumps cunts all he, the time, and he and he cut the mullet off and had a blinder. So we, this year we can't score any points. We've scored two tries in the last two games. Mm. Our D but has been all right up until Penrith and the Cowboys. Yeah, and uh, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. like we D still been all right. They scored two tries of kicks in that lucky try, but this the D they will just step in inside going through the middle. Yeah. Absolute so shamozzle. What do you think? So when you watch the games as well, so the pinnacle of set piece is obviously South for sure. Yeah. Like when they 
their formation when they run the set piece is basically um, the traditional like 45 angle for them is that they're lined up so deep mm. and like I'd say it's like a, I don't know, like a 30 degree angle to the, the ruck and then they really swing round on, on that, that mm. sort of, you know how they really start really deep and then you can't see their last player until he really comes around. Yeah. Penrith do it, I think, a little bit. But Roosters, they do the traditional where like the wingers, I don't know, 10 metres in or what. And you can our see wingers it. are fu- – like, look, but I've been saying it all year. Our wingers are fucking average. But And the thing with that, right, so on that point is that Latrell has the time to make a decision and, and get his two hands on the ball and catch and pass. Whereas what we've I've noticed in the last couple of years, why is Teddy all of a sudden doing this fucking tap on shit? Like, he wants have, to, you, have you yeah, noticed yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, he, he's trying to do the fucking all or nothing play. Yeah, but is that because we're not deep enough? Or yeah, probably. Like, I don't know. Every other every other team seems are. to be able to score off a fucking overlap. I've I've seen Rooster do one overlap this whole year. Yeah, I know. Like, okay. why can't why can't we do a set piece? I don't know. Is it speed as well? Yeah, I think it's all. I don't think we're in sync. Mm. But you don't need speed to pull off set moves. All you have to do is timing and timing, and timing and line running, and we're not doing anything. You could have the slowest backline in the world, but if you're timing and you're dragging defenders in, mm. and then you know uh, executing and picking the right guy to pass to, you you'll go around. And there's no threats. There's no threats. There's no threats at the moment. Um, okay, positives from the game. <laughs> I'd just say Billy Smith. Great to see him back. As much as I love Billy, I just I actually find it embarrassing that the Roosters gave a man of the match when you lose forty eight four. Yeah, but they have to do that stuff. I they guess. have to do it. But um, stand up. <laughs> what about they did try the week? <laughs> he scored one try. <laughs> one try. Uh, uh, I think there's a few funny comments think, on that page. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've gone into the nuts and bolts of. Okay, it. the other positive is that every single player is out of form. So we can only get which means we can only go up. Okay, and then this is the last question on the game: Is that loss rock bottom? No, if we lose this Friday, that will be, be rock, rock bottom. bottom. It's rock bottom as we speak. Okay, but we've established that. Anyway, I'm fucking want to move on. Um, so dragons this week, team lists are out today. Give me your thoughts <sighs> on the team list. You were saying before it's one of the worst sides you've seen in a while, but I question that. It's pretty much. It's very, it's a very similar team. side, bro, to what we've had apart from Manu. Well, like, what's what's the difference in the team? The difference in the team is that it's literally I a strong side apart from no Manu. I just don't. I, I think our backline's fucked. We we got. I'm happy. Pa- I'm going to and Allen are probably that they get they get hidden when your team's going well, yeah. but when they're not, they're so exposed. Paulo hasn't caught a bomb this year. Yeah, I've maybe. been saying that. Corey Allen is as slow as bloody a week in jail. Um yep. and you know, fucking Drew at the helm. Oh, look, How long's that been? Oh, look, I'm gonna say this. I'm actually happy to see Drew there. Yeah. Because I think our problem this year is we've had too many cooks in the kitchen, too many superstar players. Not a bad thing, just too many they're not gelling. You bring Drew in there. No ego, nothing. He just is a role player and he'll hopefully steer the ship where people need to go. Maybe just a little calm head, calm everyone down. We can't, there's no There's no risk in trying. Yeah, I agree. Um, he'll be right. He'll be fine. He has, he has a good kicking game as well. Look, at least he's not at centre, that's for sure. <laughs> exactly. And he's in his preferred position, which I like to say. And he actually has a good boot on him. So you're saying we're giving the keys to the Roosters organisation to Drew... Hutchinson. Well, it's. In, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, then we got Turpin, Butcher, Crichton, Lodge on the bench. Solid bench. Mm. Solid bench. So Nat and Egan, um, pecking order. Egan's obviously they play different edges, but um, he's risen above Nat. I think it's just. I think it's just Robbo reacting to the game last week. Angus and Nat started. We we. Didn't play well, so he's rewarding Satili, who's been good off the bench for us, and he's getting his first crack at starting for the year. And Egan coming back from a HIA, and then who knows? I imagine Angus will eventually move back to second row, and then Egan will be on the bench and come through the middle. Isn't that a middle player in that team then? I don't know. It must be, I reckon. Unless Satili gets gassed on the edge, but... um, 
who knows? Oh, look, all I can say is if we don't bounce back this week, we're in, we're in a lot of strife. And then what about the Dragons? So pretty much, look, they've got Zach Lomax who's come back into the side. Um, they've got Jacob Little who's, co- Little who's come back in the side. They both got dropped a couple of weeks ago. Um, pretty much stock standard team for them. And a new coach. And they've and they've just sacked their coach. So Moses coach now. Moses Empire's been dropped. Um, the assistant coach just steps in. Um, they, look, we're saying how awful we've been going. They've been going worse, and they just got their coach sacked. So this could go one or two ways. They either bounce back, or we pump them. But that's like a everyone knows in the rugby league world that. When someone gets a new coach, yeah, but it wasn't always transparent like that. It's just more that's more of a yarn than the stats back it up. It'd be good to get our stat man on that. It would. We'll have to get him. But like, bro, like, honestly, okay. So we've got Tupo injured, so Allen is there. Nothing we can do about that. And then Manu's injured, so Drew goes into the half. So like, it's pretty much a similar side. We should be fucking winning. And winning well this Friday night. I wouldn't say winning well. We might win. We should. I'd say it's 60-40. Um, yeah, but like on paper we should. And I'm over everyone going, oh, Russo the best roster. Yeah, we do. We're not playing well. Get over it. So pretty – anyway. But that's that's the only – that's the only like alarming thing. I wouldn't mind being this shit if we didn't have the roster. Yeah, I know. I, know. I agree. Fact. It's fucking annoying. Um, So you pretty much our team. I, I All I need is – all I want to see – is Sully back on the wing. Mm. Gives us a threat and some speed on the wing, strong carries. He doesn't have to worry about so much defense. It'd probably be a weight off his shoulders. He played so well there last year. I just, maybe because Mart, who knows if he would have gone there, but. Um, listeners, Rooster of the Week, tough one after a diabolical game last week. We had a guest on the show a couple of weeks ago who is a, plays for the Australian Sevens. And we said to him when he was over in Toulouse in London, if you score a try, show give us TCS a little shout out with a with a with a try celebration. And we came up with a little spirit fingers on top of the head like a like a rooster's mohawk sort of thing. And he scored a, a cracker try in I think it was Japan and Ireland and he chucked it up. Did he? he chucked it up. <laughs> so shout out Henry Patterson, you're a rooster of the week and it's good to know that you didn't dog the listeners and the boys by doing not doing your halftime celebration. Magnificent. Good on you, Henry. Good on you. At least someone's... And thanks for coming on the show. Yeah. It took a lot of money to get him on, but yeah, we got him. We got him on. Um, and that brings us to Pato's Predictions. Bum, bum, bum. Critically acclaimed. Pato's Predictions is back. Mm, we didn't go very well last week. So um, playing the Dragons this week, our locked and loaded is Roosters 1, 13 plus. Roosters 13 plus this week for our locked and loaded. Get on it. <laughs> our thoughts on that? I don't know. Have we won 13 plus this year? Yeah, we had one Once against the Warriors. Warriors. Um, so then our punter power will be um, Raiders are playing Manly who are going also dreadful. Raiders are going for six in a row. I got Raiders to win, Widen to score, and Jamal Fogarty to score. So we got that. And then, all right, our Rogue Ruffy this week. Any idea what it's called this week, Timmy? Rogue Ruffy? Yeah. Um, I reckon like all indigenous players to score. No, because I don't actually think we have any in our side, but I could be wrong. Dior. It's called the bounce back. Bounce back bet. I got Roosters 13 plus. Teddy for a statement before origin. Sul E to score. Kiri to score and Cheese to score. Four of them. Four of them. So the bounce back. are going to score four tries in one game. And we've scored four tries in three weeks. We're back. We're back. The bounce back. So get on it, listeners. I will be going hard. I got a feeling that the boys will respond. Few um, Teddy wants a good game before Origin. 
And let's just fucking hope it gets up, eh? So we move into Ask the Boys. And I chucked this post up, I think on Sunday. Or maybe, yeah, Sunday or maybe Monday. Maybe Monday. And I just said on the Instagram, send in your thoughts after that game. And God. We need a secretary. To we need, we do need a secretary to go through these. And we got a lot of fucking questions in and I'm going to send one right now okay from Preston Potts one question is is there a world where we bounce back and beat Penrith in a few weeks at Allianz thoughts yes Jesus Christ. yes because all their origin players will be out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't believe we play them again soon um yeah mate I've, I've I think if we can have a good perform, I think we're one performance away from everything starting to get rosy, clicking, getting on the right road. What do you reckon? Like one, one good win, like one solid game where we just everything flows. Oh, what did it take last year? I think the, what what it will take this year is that we beat a genuine top four side in a really really convincing way. And it probably it's gonna have to come after Origin when everyone's back, but we just got to hang in there for the next six weeks. To be honest, I agree. We got so we I we got to be at least in the eight after Origin, and then we can go on a run because mm. we can we can do it. I have faith we can do it. Um, yeah. I'm just not hundred percent sure we're a championship team right now, or I'm hundred percent sure we're not a championship team right now. Yeah. Um, but we just got to hang in there. Just got to hang in there. We can get these shitty wins. It will turn. It will turn because it's a long season, like you said. I agree. All right. Our next question from Josh Elmer. Shout out, bruh. How are you? Chloe Crocs for life. Is he? Yeah, he's he's a good man. Um, He goes, how far away is Sandon Smith from getting a crack? Whoa. Probably one injury. <laughs> yeah. If Drew goes he's down this up. week, yeah. he's next up. Be ready. Be ready. Stay ready. This is what happens like you can – you know, be a second grader or whatever, get your chance. It'll be like a Marshke sort of scenario, remember? All our hookers went down and he started playing. Yeah. Well, like buddy, um, what's his name? The Warriors, dude. Vulcan. No, the hooker. Lusik. He's going all right. Yeah, he's going Good right. on him. Mm. Um, our next question is from... Obviously, uh, from AJ from Penrith, our boy... Obviously, changes will be made. Do you expect an axe through the 17? So, we've seen the 17. Wasn't much of an axing, really. The only things that would change were injury forced. Thoughts, Simi? Injury force, yeah. Well, if, you, you if you're going to wield the axe, you need players to step up. And um, we don't have anyone to step up, really, well, do we? Yeah, we've got two Premier League teams, but... There's no one there to come up, to be honest. Um, How far do you reckon your Nathan Browns and Dylan Darpers are coming up? That wouldn't be a bad inclusion. Definitely close. I thought that'd be closer. I thought they might have had a crack this week. Even in the match day 20 or some shit. Mm. How, how good is this from um, Josh? His question, number one, is why are we so shit? I oh, know. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> Put plain and simply, why are we so shit? I don't know, mate. We're shit just because we're just out of form. We'll we are, right. mate. We'll be right. Um, 50 Shades of TK. I'm starting to question Robbo. His tactics are outdated and he's playing half the team out of position for no reason. The game has moved on. Do you guys feel the same? Yeah, Look, yes and no. There's a TCS saying... I, R, I, T, W, T. In Robo, we try. In Robo, what the we fuck does Irrit mean? Sorry, there's a W in there. Uh, in Robo, we trust. Um, and look, I'm not going to question his tactics, but I do agree. His well, team we have been for the last four weeks, but yeah. Well, that's not his tactics. It's more my t- his team selections I'm questioning. That's tactics and that's tactics, but... I, he does play people out of position maybe fairly too much. So, I, the, I don't the know. only thing I don't like about Robbo this year is his fucking gimpy mind games. It's like, yeah, just pick the 17 and stick to it. Like, no one gives a fuck who we play. Like, he never used to do it, hey. He never used to do it at all. Like, he's, he's just done this random shit where he'll just name Drew at center. And, like, the only thought process that I can 
you know, sort of um, rationalise is that he thinks that teams might train to play against Drew and really, you know, drill mm. down that side. And then he's like, oh, we removed Drew, so now the game plan's fucked. Like, what else could it be? <laughs> it's so obvious. Oh, my God. Dimitri, is this the end of Robbo's dynasty? Nah, it's just a lull. It's just peaks and troughs, it's just a, yeah. peaks and valleys, you know. it's we, we can't be good every year. It's like players in and out of form, you know, Tommy Turbo, great year 2020, 2021. Yeah. They just go through these years. Like it's it's hard to be successful every single year. Yeah. Um, the next one is quite a long one. Um, Nick Hill, Baldeo, good man, always Join, um, reaching out the I socials. I know this one already. Defense was shit. So tired in the middle. We played our best at the end of a regular season last year with um, with the mobile mobile pack on the bench. Have a look at the bench we're carrying during our win streak. When the game gets quick, it's not suiting us now. Getting cut through the middle. In terms of attack, just not direct at all. Radley need, needs to straighten up when playing first receiver. Not actually engaging that. Def- not he's actually not engaging that first defender. Yeah. When he does, though, that's when we look okay. Last two tries. Bit of variation will be good of the set moves. Example, two pass from the ruck before running the block. What happened to the double decoy 2013 move? I do remember that. Okay, well, yeah, we don't have to read it all. Um, Um, Fuck me, a bit of variation. And you know what? I think the things that scares them now is that the the ball play out the back of the double decoy block is catching it – on the, not on the outside shoulder of the decoy runner because there's two blockers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the time they obviously don't have the timing. Um, I just, for that. I just want to see them get back to like just go double fucking cut out and give Suli'i one on one. Okay, why like don't we just do what we that? did against Dragons at the start? Yes, or Para. Like, yeah. where's what happened between those that first half against Dragons and the Para first half? Like. The ball was moving. Surely you That's don't. Surely you don't just lose your shit, like what happened. Like three games the mojo, ago. but uh, but know. it's also. Um, but you, the it, we know it's the there. opponent. We the know it's the there. opponents were different as well. True, but I did, the ball movement obviously, like at the start of the game, you got to go set for set and just go bang, bang, bang. Yeah. But when you get any fucking field position, let's let's move the fucking ball. Yeah. We need to get our attacking players in a position. To be at their best. And we're not doing that in the slightest. Mm. Like, you fucking need to lead. You need to put the ball in the right areas for Teddy to throw the cutout or throw the dummy and go. Yeah. And fuck. All right, we've got a voice memo here from um, TCS fan favourite, Dylan Woods. This could be anything. Hey boys, uh, Dean Woods here from the other side of the globe, checking in after a horrendous weekend. Now, I do have to apologise, I did listen to last week's podcast yesterday, so I watched the game before listening to the podcast, and I have to share the boys' optimism. You know, dark times at the moment, a few quotes from last week along the lines of, round 11 is the round of the bounce back, and we can go up against Penrith easy. From both Pato and Clacker. <laughs> Look, I love it. I was laughing because we got absolutely jammed in the ass by Penrith. No lube, straight red raw, and it was just a bit hectic. So my question to the boys is, where to from here? What's the morale like in the uh, in the headquarters in there? What's going on? I hope Nolo's in there absolutely unloading because Gordon Taft has come out with a few bone-rattling comments this week, and I'm like, oh, my God, Nolo's going to have a field day on those things. Anyway, boys... Where's who from here? Talk to me. I'm I'm in I'm in absolute. Anyway, just to quickly wrap it up. I'm in tatters over here, boys. I love the chalks to put on the clinic against the drags, who have just sacked the hook of where's no suit to the ends that day game <laughs> fame. Fucking nerd. Uh, anyway, boys, lots of love. Keep it up. Going well, Pato. As always, need a little bit more. Thanks, mate. Bye. Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. Thanks, mate. Really appreciate the feedback really there. Um. I was very optimistic going to that Penrith game. I um, yeah, I honestly thought we were, we were fucking crack. But um, how the hell did he watch the replay of that? I don't know. He's a good man, but um, mate, um, where to from here? We've sort of covered it. If you listen to the episode, I think we. Just, I don't even know. You can answer well, it. Yeah, where to from here? Um, we're still undecided if it's rock bottom. 
we'll, we'll um we'll know probably Friday about seven forty five. If we can just fucking complete at around eighty to ninety percent, it gives us a chance. And then just to see, we haven't given ourselves a chance the last two weeks to even look like scoring. So we, we played um, Dragons, right? Good good conditions. We scored 27 points. We led in 26, but we scored 27 tick. Attack was humming at stages, all right? Then we roll in to a fucking pissing down um, rain game in New Zealand after a five-day turnaround, Okay. Yep. Then we roll into a fucking rainy game at Magic Round where it's when it's been sunny all week. We didn't play the conditions, our fault. And seven games of footy played and, before. Yeah, and right. seven games of footy before, our fault. And then we roll into um, Penrith where our completion was fucked. Mm. So if we can just give ourselves a chance on Friday and hold the ball, complete sets, kick corners, Dylan. I know you like that. He loves that. He loves that. Then it will give us a chance... To see what we actually got, see if we can recreate anything from the Pen- uh, from the Parramatta and the Dragons game. That's what I'd like to see. The way up is just big players have to do their job a little bit more. Like I just want to see some more leadership and some people grabbing the game by the horns. Like we've been saying, that's what it comes down to. We got to want it more, and the attitude hasn't been there the last week. You can use the excuse of a lot of games in a lot of in a least amount of days, seventeen or whatever. But yeah. I don't know. We've probably said it just enough. fucking. We've said enough. You're just, a fucking footy players. Just it, there's enough talking. The it's about the doing. Yeah, bit of fucking cement, balls, concrete. All right, last question. Sydney City Vintage Bros. What's doing? Ask the boys for the potty. Tough to critic when I don't know where to start. Do you think Robbo just needs to peel back the layers and play basic footy? We've got the cattle to play expansive. Maybe just basics. Basics to go till we hit the straps. That's pretty much what we just said. What's more basic than having the same game plan for 10 years? Yeah. Mate, I agree. I think we just got to fucking kick, uh, run hard, complete sets, kick corners, get in good field position and go from there. All right. I think that's enough, mate. Yeah, we're, um, we're getting tired, aren't yeah. we? Um, so coming into Indigenous round, um, massive, massive round for the NRL. Um, lots of great past and current indigenous players and fuck man they're they're pretty much they're the backbone of rugby league in some sense they they create some special moments and it's good to see um our very own latrell mitchell who started with us one one two comps was probably responsible for helping us win that um 2019 grand final mm-hmm. um one of one of Roos's recent probably predominant indigenous players. So he was so good. He was so it's good for us. Lo- it's taken a long time for um, for me to the um, the cuts to heal. Yeah, with how he left. And they've, he- they've healed. I'm starting to. Oh, yeah. He's in. He's, he's, he's in. Like, like he's him. back and he's I in like some him. good form. So great. It's proud terrible to see, but good on him. Yeah, good on him. Fuck Great. Right. Yeah, fuck Great to see. He's a proud Indigenous man. Um, some Roosters uh, Indigenous players over the years, Craig Savatori, Andrew Walker was a great um, mm-hmm. Rooster slash and Wallaby. Wallaby. Um, could fucking kick the ball. Yep, could we kick could, the we ball. We could use him right midfield, now. just put the fucking bomb up. Uh, Amos Roberts, one of the mm-hmm. greats. Uh, Matty Singh. Legend. Um, ben Jones. Uh, someone sent him Willie Brown. I don't know if that's Willie a real Brown. one. Um, but... How can we go past this guy? Arthur fucking Beaton. Absolute stalwart and pioneer of Indigenous Rugby League, I think, in Australia footy. Yeah. So he was the first captain of any sporting team. I think he was team. the first Indigenous captain of any sporting yeah. team in, yeah. the, in, in, Australia. in Australia. Is that right? That's that's correct. So, mate, uh, obviously we didn't get to see him play, but he got to coach my old man. He He had a big influence on dad's. Rugby league career, so it's and pretty, many at the roosters and many at the roosters. You Jake friends, um, I think in Orbos, he recruited all them down. Minicello, from, yeah, maybe. yep, Minicello. Um, Sorry, Mark Minicello didn't. Yeah, didn't get there. so it's just it's so good to see that he's a, a rooster mm. and we get to celebrate and him. And how just quietly, how good are the indigenous jerseys? Oh, they're bloody good. And like I think year. they are. What do they say on them? They, some, there's a tribute to Arthur Beetson. Yeah, one of the, the on the jersey it says. Um, where is it here? Yeah. 
Arthur Artie beats and underneath the, the, the V that's a boomerang. It's pretty fucking cool. It's damn mad. cool. I'll tell you what's cool as well when you're driving around um, up Birrell Street past the best school in the world, um, you see the Artie beats in yeah. Birrell. That, that is so toe every time you walk, drive past it. You know what? These jerseys, that's true. Unbelievable to see. Um, these jerseys are fucking phenomenal, but they should just, no one wants to buy a like a playing jersey. Just make an old school vintage cotton with the same design for the dribblers to wear. And with a col- Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, I don't want to fucking wear polyester around. Yeah, I like I'm wear not going to nice wear, I'm, I'm not playing, I'm not jacked enough. Like 100%. I look like a loser. Yeah, just, just make it the old school ones, like just fucking put a collar on it. Who cares? Or yeah. just make it cotton. But I think rugby league do indigenous round the best in Australia out of all the codes. So yeah. Quick shout out to um all the indigenous boys and girls, you listeners. I'm not sure, but send it in. Send it send it in if you are, and we'll shout you out, put you up on the yeah, thing and, and help celebrate such a um, prestigious and the, the oldest culture in the world. Yep. They've yep. They're bloody entrenched here. Mm. And um let's see the highlights. Yeah, the there'll be some good highlights this week. I'll tell you, I love I love David Peachy. David like, Peachy, you see a, him a, doing legend. those torps and balls yeah, the other day. Sharks training, that was sick. Um, Mundine, he Mundine. was a buddy entertainer. Um, Blacklock, Blacklock, Blacklock. The, the grand final. Oh, was that Mundine? Great no, no, the grand final. No, he, the one where he did the somersaults. No, oh, Mundine did the, one through the middle. Yeah. That was but that was off a the sick. chip chip kick. Yeah, and he, and yeah, yeah, he yeah. I think that, that was Blacklock. That was Blacklock. Was it Blacklock? Yeah. Well, then you got your Wendell Sailors. Yeah, Wendell Sailor. Um, your Greg Inglis. Greg Inglis. Oh yeah, fuck. He, so when he bunced off um, Jamie Soward when he was playing um, five yeah, eight, yeah, that yeah. put him into the third row. How's his heart? That try he scored against Melbourne or somewhere. Um, for South where he oh, is, oh, Broncos. Broncos. Fuck, that is amazing. That's bro. one of the all-time tries. Eh? How good is he to watch? Like, yeah. And then you got your you sell on Cobos yep, at the moment. Um, Reese Reece, is he? Is he yeah, yeah. Curry? Yep, yep. Um, who else you got? You got your uh, uh, I love Hammer. I can't believe they let him go as well. He's so, so good. good. Yeah, at Josh Cars, he's yep. had some great hearts over the years. Um, Jaden Campbell, yeah, up and coming. And his dad, his yeah, dad, Preston. What, he was the founder. This guy's on, eh? Yeah. I think David Peggy was a pretty like nostalgic name and player yeah. that you think about from your early ages. What about how he used to put the ball down as well? Yeah. At the very at end. At the yeah. very oh, end. Just put it down. <laughs> put it, oh, fuck. <laughs> Reese Wesser. Ah, legend. He, um, he played for Seattle. Heartache though. for us. Yeah, 2003. He was um, really good on that, you know, the rugby league game. Yeah. He was a beast. He was fast. What a, what a great game that, that is. That was well. a great rugby game. Rugby league one. Yeah. Amos Roberts was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, he was good. Um, uh, what's his name? Cliffy Lyons. Cliffy, one of the go yeah. go indigenous players. There's just so many. Yeah, it they're just like off the cuff. It's imagine Cody how many Walker's of the the good players there are out there that haven't made it. Unbelievable! Like there's the creativity that you see sometimes. Cody Walker, Chrissy Sandow. Like, yeah, Chrissy Sandow. <laughs> like that can't be like. Yeah, he was he, he, when he was on. When he was he on, was like Cody good. Walker, when he's on, yeah. he's on. Yeah. Yeah, so shout out to all the strong Indigenous men and women out there. And this is your round, so lots of love. Um, and you'll, you'll be out of the game as well. You're going to buy yeah. a jersey. You reckon you should buy a jersey? Yeah, I'll see the price. I, I do. I just like, I would want one. I do want one, but like, it's just going to be a waste. Mm. I've got a few of them. It's those. a collector's item, but it is a collector's vibe. Um, all right, let's quickly jump into this preview against the Dragons. The. We're in the media, they're in the media, or we're both for the wrong reasons. They just sack their coach effective immediately. The assistant coach will uh, jump in as head coach. There's another plot twist into this is that Jason Riles, Roos' assistant coach, may be leaving at the end of this season and not um, finishing his contract and joining the Dragons. So this all, the timing of this is bizarre. What it's do you think? A, it's what just you, a battle of the, the losers. At yeah, the I think I, I say this every week. I don't think this is about them. It's about us. I think if we can just do what we do, what we do think we do well, we should get away with it. All we need to do is win to shut up the outside noise. Thoughts? Yeah, well, like, Dragons could could play any way possible because like, I just don't think sacking their coach is enough to galvanise them. Um, into winning, so I think Roosters 
should get this, but it's going to be bloody tight. Like I said, we literally played them four games ago. We should know what they're going to throw at us. Yeah, we know they're going to probably probably target Suli. I don't think he'll make those mistakes again. No, I don't think so. And neither will Kiri. So, look, we know it's the exact same, pretty much same team. They dropped them and their players back, like your Littles and your Lomaxes. Yeah, but the the big question is, let's see how Drew can, yeah, what his style brings to the team. And um, I agree. Uh, anyway, it, well, I didn't. His strengths have got to be kicking. Um, his defense is pretty good. Don't know. I've, I haven't seen him do much ball play apart from twenty twenty, where I thought he was pretty much okay. Um, there were times there. I think he had a pretty good game against Dragons in twenty twenty. Actually, mm. as his so, old club, his old he'll club, be he'll be fine. I have a lot of confidence. There. I have a lot of confidence in him steering the boys around. Mm. Um, I, I, don't, I just don't think we can. Um, I don't think my. I don't think I can survive another loss. To be honest, yeah, it'd be. You're going to come on Friday? No, nah, I can't. Can't. Nah. It's a shit time. Yeah, it's a horrible time. Six o'clock time. Friday. The last time we played was against Buddy. Who was Sharks? It? Sharks. Then. It's a horrible time, isn't it? We're getting. <laughs> it's just a nothing game, like. Anyway, um, so who do you, who are you key matchups? Who do you want to see from us? Suli's got yeah. to dominate Suli again. Yeah, um, and I think the our forge should definitely dominate theirs as well. Collins, Collins was a bit quiet the other night, so look for him to bounce back. Yeah, and really put his mark on it. This and and it's all about the senior players, mate. Yeah, hundred percent. This is the last game for Origin as well. Yeah. So, so we'll, are we going to do an origin preview? Yeah, we will. We'll do something, but I'm just worried about winning this Friday. Mm. I can't really be bothered getting into the nuts and bolts. Like, I think we were just saying, we're we, we've talked a lot about it tonight, um, but if we can just complete sets, kick corners, get the ball in good A zone and just show us something as fans in attack. Because we, yeah. we've been starved of it the last couple of weeks. We just Hopefully need a solid performance. Like we don't need some dog shit. We just need a good a, a win. A win's a win. Yeah, a win's a win at this stage. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. So trivia. Last week the uh, question was who was the 2003 Clive Churchill winner, and the answer was Luke Prittis. And our winner this week is. Let me just get it up. We had a few. Legends send it in. And just give me one second. Sorry, I'm just trying to find it. There was so much um so many we've had so many engagement because then you also chucked up that that um story of um Piggy Riddell. Oh, that was great. We got great feedback on that. Yeah, so so you got heaps heaps of feedback. Maybe I'll do that every week, just post like a someone's the mouth or something of of a surely. That, that'd be a great little um, plug there. So look out for that. We'll go from the chin, from the nose down every week. So look out for this week, and it'll be something to do with the dragons. It will. Oh my god, how deep do I have to go here? Just pick someone. Like, what do they even win anyway? Well, they go on the chance to win. But okay, the winner of this week is. Wait up. Should we just say? Yeah, well, I've got to find someone. Oh, oh, here we go. Ben Mossop. Ben Mossop. He sent it. He sent it in on Thursday. We, uh, it was out on Wednesday. So you'll win. Ben underscore Mossop on Instagram. Luke Prudis was the 2003. Had to go down so far. Sorry, mate. Um, you're our winner. Fucking well done. You're going the chance to win some merch at the end of the year. So shout out. Love the support. Mm. This week, the question is: Who was the most recent NRL coach? To be sacked slash moved on before Anthony Griffin. If you can get that right, it'll be a hard one to Google, so suck it. If you can get that right, I know the answer. Send it in and you will be revealed next week. Week. We are fatiguing. Um, it's morale's, exa- it's actually exhausting. It is exhausting. It. Like I'm up, the mood's low after trying to speak to you viewers listeners about that performance um it it it's very uh dull and morale is low in here um shout out to north bondo motorino for sponsoring uh get it on their gear 
We will be back next week. Smiles on our faces, chipper mood, and talking about how good it is that we beat the Dragons. All right, fans. Listeners, more, can I say one more thing as well? Say whatever you want, mate. Viewers, listeners, we've been in this position before. It's not time to flee. It's time to stand and fight and rally with our team. Pato's going to be in the truck pen this week at Cogra. He's going to be leading the Are You Ready? So you know what they say: if you're a Rooster fan, stand, stand up. up. And we just we just can't quit on. Um, we know you, you live. But if if we lose this week, well, I'll quit. So that's the <laughs> ultimatum. You live by the sword. You live by the sword. You die by the sword. We're here fronting up for you. I will never dog it for this team or yep. for you listeners. That's us. Sizzler into Cogra. We love you. Let's fucking go. Roosters. We're coming at you, Dragon. Stand up.